0: The 27th day of the month. People will come from east and west, from north and south, and will eat in the kingdom of God. Luke 13, verse 29. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20 today we consider what it means to say that the Church is Catholic. Few words have occasioned so much misunderstanding as this one. Some churches that use the Apostles' Creed or Nicene Creed refuse to follow the standard wording, and instead of saying Catholic, they say Christian or universal. The second of the alternatives is the correct one. Catholic, far from meaning one particular branch of the Church, means the entire tree of the Church, so to speak. The Roman Catholic Church, is that part of the universal church headquartered in Rome. But Protestant bodies could well argue that they are Lutheran Catholics or Presbyterian Catholics or Methodist Catholics, for example. To affirm the catholicity of the church is to remind ourselves that our sisters and brothers in the faith that are scattered across the whole earth using various languages, liturgies, and customs, but all give allegiance to Jesus Christ as God's messenger of grace and peace. Too often we focus so much attention on the work of our own congregation, our denomination, that we lose sight of the church Catholic. To the extent that we do this, we diminish our appreciation for the diversity of the Christian family. Opening Prayer Let all the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you, for you have created all and redeemed all. You have established a church, calling it to be faithful in every time and place. Draw together all who are one in Christ, that across the whole earth there may be witnesses to you, to the glory of your name. O God, one in diversity. O God, three in unity. Amen. Psalm 67. God, mark us with grace and blessing. Smile. The whole country will see how you work. All the godless nations see how you save. God, let people thank and enjoy you. Let all people thank and enjoy you. Let all far-flung people become happy and shout their happiness because you judge them fair and square. You tend the far-flung peoples. God, let people thank and enjoy you. Let all people thank and enjoy you. Earth, display your exuberance. You mark us with blessing, O God, our God. You mark us with blessing, O God. Earth's four corners honor him. From Exodus chapter 4, Verses 10-26 through Then Moses said to the Lord, Please, Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither recently nor in the time past, nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. The Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth, or who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now then, go, and I, even I, will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to say. But he said, "'Please, Lord, now send the message by whomever you will.' "'Then the anger of the Lord burned against Moses, and he said, "'Is there not your brother Aaron the Levite? "'I know that he speaks fluently, and moreover, behold, he is coming out to meet you. "'When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. "'You are to speak to him and put the words in his mouth, "'and I, even I, will be with your mouth and his mouth, "'and I will teach you what you are to do. "'Moreover, he shall speak for you to the people, "'and he will be as a mouth for you, and you will be as God to him.' You shall take in your hand this staff with which you shall perform the signs. Then Moses departed and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Please, let me go, that I may return to my brethren who are in Egypt and see if they are still alive. And Jethro said to Moses, Go, in peace. Now the Lord said to Moses in Midian, Go back to Egypt, for all the men who are seeking your life are dead. So Moses took his wife and his sons and mounted them on a donkey and returned to the land of Egypt. Moses also took the staff of God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, when you go back to Egypt, see that you perform before Pharaoh all the wonders which I have put in your power, but I will harden his heart so that he will not let this people go. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, thus says the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn. So I said to you, let my son go that he may serve me, but you have refused to let him go. Behold, I'll kill your son, your firstborn. Now it came about at the lodging on the place of the way that the Lord met him and sought to put him to death. Then Zipporah took a flint and cut off her son's foreskin and threw it at Moses' feet. And she said, You're indeed a bridegroom of blood to me. So he let him alone. At that time, she said, You are a bridegroom of blood because of the circumcision. From 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 1 through 19. Pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands, but in his spirit he speaks mysteries. But one who prophesies speaks to men for edification and exhortation and consolation. One who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but one who prophesies edifies the church. Now I wish that you all spoke in tongues, but even more that you would prophesy, and greater is one who prophesies than one who speaks in tongues, unless he interprets, so that the church may receive edifying. But now, brethren, if I come to you speaking in tongues, what will I profit you unless I speak to you either by way of revelation, or of knowledge, or of prophecy, or of teaching? Yet even lifeless things, either flute or harp, in producing a sound, if they do not produce a distinction in the tones... How will it be known what is played on the flute, or on the harp? For if the bugle produces an indistinct sound, who will prepare himself for battle? So also you, unless you utter by the tongue speech that is clear, how will it be known what is spoken? For you will be speaking into thin air. There are perhaps a great many kinds of languages in the world, and no kind is without meaning. If then I do not know the meaning of the language, I will be to the one who speaks a barbarian, and the one who speaks will be a barbarian to me. So also you, since you are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek to abound for the edification of the church. Therefore, let one who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. What is the outcome then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the mind also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the mind also. Otherwise, if you bless in the spirit only, how will the one who fills the place of the ungifted say, the amen, at your giving of thanks, since he does not know what you are saying. For you are giving thanks well enough, but the other person is not edified. I thank God I speak in tongues more than you all. However, in the church I desire to speak five words with a mind, so that I may instruct others also, rather than ten thousand words in a tongue." from the gospel of mark the ninth chapter verses 30 through 41 from there they went out and began to go through galilee and he did not want anyone to know about it for he was teaching his disciples and telling him the son of man is to be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him and when he has been killed he will rise three days later but they did not understand this statement and they were afraid to ask him they came to capernaum and when he was in the house he began to question them what were you discussing on the way but they kept silent, for on the way they had discussed with one another which of them was the greatest. Sitting down, he called the twelve and said to them, If anyone wants to be first, he should be last of all, and servant of all. Taking a child, he set him before them, and taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one child like this in my name receives me, and whoever receives me does not receive me but him who sent me. John said to him, Teacher, We saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not hinder him, for there is no one who will perform a miracle in my name, and be able soon afterwards to speak evil of me. For he who is not against us is for us. For whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because of your name as followers of Christ, truly I say to you, he will not lose his reward." These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Monday's Prayer Remember, O Lord, all for whom we prayed while gathered yesterday in public worship. Teach us how best we may serve them with deeds of love and kindness. Forgive us for any whom we neglected in prayer. Help us to open our hearts to the needs of all. Grant that what you taught us to do, we may both ponder and perform. We bless you for the signs of your love revealed in bread and cup. By these gifts, grant us not only hope until we gather at the heavenly banquet, but also graciousness that we may share with others among us, the fruits of this earth. If anyone made a profession of faith, baptism, confirmation, or reaffirmation, please lift up their name at this time. Make firm and steadfast the faith of those who yesterday made covenant promises in the midst of the congregation that they may be worthy disciples. Remind us continuously to keep the promises we have made to them as sisters and brothers in Christ Jesus. Bind into one company of hope and one community of service all that you have made and redeemed by the sacrificial life and death of Jesus, our risen Lord. Amen. Monday's Prayer Remember, O Lord, all for whom we prayed while gathered yesterday in public worship. Teach us how best we may serve them with deeds of love and kindness. Forgive us for any whom we neglected in prayer. Help us to open our hearts to the needs of all. Grant that what you taught us to do we may both ponder and perform. We bless you for the signs of your love revealed in bread and cup. By these gifts grant us not only hope until we gather at the heavenly banquet, but also graciousness that we may share with others among us, the fruits of this earth. If anyone made a profession of faith, baptism, confirmation, or reaffirmation, please lift up their name at this time. Make firm and steadfast the faith of those who yesterday made covenant promises in the midst of the congregation, that they may be worthy disciples. Remind us continuously to keep the promises we have made to them as sisters and brothers in Christ Jesus. Bind into one company of hope and one community of service all that you have made and redeemed by the sacrificial life and death of Jesus, our risen Lord. Amen. This is a prayer entitled Prayer of the Agnostic by Bob Hickok. and it comes with a disclaimer. There is some strong language. Um, so if you're adverse to that, please um, please turn the podcast off or, or skip this. However, if you allow yourself to hear the prayer of someone that's struggling and presenting all of their doubts before God um, and the mystery they're in, there can be a, a beauty contained in this prayer, as I found. So with that, uh, a prayer of the agnostic by Bob Hickok. Lord, thank you. For my doubt, you exist in my certainty. I'm being watched by eyes of clouds and eyes of doorknobs when I dream or masturbate, when I insist upon harmony or recoil from a cord with a hammer against the knees of my neighbor, with nails in my throat as I run up the mountain to lean my breath against the possibility that you dwell within the disguise of air. Wondering if you're there has made it more interesting to be stoned, more challenging to find, God damn it, transgressive. And the time I rode my bike in church, I thought of you every lap. Would you spank me if you're real? Or climb on and rip a big-ass twee like any deity? I'd want to have a catch with wood. Thank you for letting me get away with that when I was 11 and curious about where all sorts of things fit in, such as myself and particularly that part of myself that sometimes resembles a rudder and most often looks sleepy and useless. Thank you for yo-yos when I'm at it, and fog, and my wife, my wife who is not a fog and who believes in you without question, whereas I wonder if I could believe in question without you. If you're there, you're busy. If you're not, where's the there you're not? And is that the non-place I'm headed? A pondering only you can answer, and you're one mute motherfucker. I say that with affection, being something of an amateur hermit myself. And here's the deal. Someone or something needs to be thanked for the cornucopia. It might as well be you. You who are everything are just a syllable, who are life or an utterance we need for the will to slink our way out the door. Thanks for the stars and making us from what was left of stars when they retired from light. Thanks for the garage band of crickets and the big band of waves preferring their endless hallelujahs. I'm a fan of your work. Honestly, everything you've done or not done, from tapioca to suicide, gravity to gravitas, even the sharks in the womb who eat other sharks in the womb, thanks for how terribly, wonderfully creepy that is. For making that part of the story we're told by sunrise, told by tides of nucleotides and the atom smashing of kids playing with their buckets and sand, this has been, as they say, a hoot, a wonder, a pain in the ass. Thanks for the chance to be the form of life, the loudspeaker that puts the vastness into words, into mumbles and songs and prayers, and swirls them possibly back to you, possibly listening, possibly not. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, current ecumenical text. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name